Welcome to the Referral Bench Podcast, a weekly podcast for business owners and salespeople growing their business with networking and referrals. I'm Ian Campbell, CEO of Mission Suite. And I'm Phil Pelto, CEO of Firestorm. If you're working on growing your network, we have another great episode coming your way today. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get to this week's interview. This podcast is brought to you by Firestorm. Firestorm is a business-to-business networking organization that organizes events and meetings for business owners and professionals where they can meet, build relationships, and share referrals. Learn more at myfirestorm.com. And this podcast is brought to you by Mission Suite, offering small business owners, salespeople, and sales teams the contact management and sales automation software they need to grow their business at a cost that they can afford. Learn more about Mission Suite at www.themissionsuite.com. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Referral Bench Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, well, what what uh, what Marshall Goldsmith called mojo. Uh, you know, Phil and I were talking earlier, and you know, we all go through. There's always a slump, right? No matter how good you're doing, no matter how uh, how how great your uh, your performance, there's always going to be a point at which things just kind of slow down a little bit for you, you know, and uh, maybe whether it's whether you want to call it getting the yips or, uh, or, you know, set, what is it? Uh, second record syndrome where, uh, you know, where the, 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 the record that you release after your first hit record just flops for whatever reason, <laughs> you know, there's always something, you know, and, and I feel like in every, in every industry, in every environment where things just kind of, mellow out and they they maybe don't come out as hard and uh, they're not they don't you don't come out swinging quite as hard as uh, as 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 you like to. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today when it comes to referrals and your network. Um because I know, you know, for me personally, I'll speak to this that there have been plenty of times when I've just been batting that felt like I've been batting a thousand with my network and you know, making great introductions and uh, and getting a lot of business out of it. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, things just dry up and I can't point to why right off the top of my head and starts to, you know, then all of a sudden one thing leads to another and it starts getting in your head. And, you know, next thing you know, you're like, dude, screw networking events. I'm not going anything for a little while. I'm just, I, I need to, I need to, to, to just sit and chill. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and I'll, then I'll get back into it later and it'll be fine. Well, it turns out I can say I can say from a lot of experience that that's not the way to do it. So, <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Nice. Yeah. No, it's it, I mean, we've all been there. And if you've been in business or sales long enough, like you'll, you'll experience it. Yep. And uh, it's uh, it's kind of a pain in the butt. And, you know, but it, once once you've gone through it enough, you're like, OK, was, you know, yeah, right. Recognize exactly. the signs and, you know, you know what to do. It's like. You've got a routine to kind of get out of it. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, let's, let's talk about it and you know, how to, how to fix it. And yeah. Um, I think, so, the, well, the, let me ask you this. You just, you, you said you got a routine to get you through it. So what's your routine? How do you get through <laughs> it? Um, well, honestly, I, uh, God, I'm going to knock on wood before I say this. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> it's been, it's been a minute. Uh, uh, which I'm very grateful for because, um, I used to experience a lot more 
in, in the past and when I was younger. And I think, you know, maybe, maybe it's a function of, you know, just kind of mental preparedness and, um, and also there's something that I, I started to do a long time ago where I don't really, I, I try to run pretty even keel and I, I don't get too excited about the highs and I don't get too bummed out about the lows. Mm -hmm. And I I just know that it's all part of the process. And so I try to keep a a pretty steady eddy attitude towards everything. And, you know, age has definitely helped that. And, you know, being through, you know, a lot of things and, you know, you know, I just, you know, that it's not going to last forever and you know, that it's not um, there's nothing wrong it just mm-hmm. sometimes just happens. Um, but that said, when, when it does happen, um, you know, I think it's important to, uh, take a step back and to kind of look at like hard data points, because, you know, one of the biggest things is you get emotional about it and you sure. feel, you feel all sorts of different ways. You feel like you're a failure. You feel like you're making mistakes. You feel like, you know, this is the end of the world. And they're like, you know, you feel like maybe it'd be a better decision to go get a job bartending somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, like, I know I'm always going to make money doing that. Yeah. Right. Um, but you know, you got to separate the feelings and, uh, and look at like hard data and then, and then you can really take a step back and analyze it. And you can also look at, you know, are one of the most challenging things of it is to evaluate your own actions and say, Mm -hmm. you know, have I been doing the things necessary to, to get the results that I expect, you know, like, is it, um, I know a lot of times people think that, Oh, like I'm doing everything I can and I just, it's just not working. But like, if you're really honest with yourself, um, you can step back and say, is, is that true? You know, yeah. am I making the calls? Am I, you know, putting in the effort with, you know, nurturing relationships? Am I sitting down and asking people for referrals? Am I doing my homework prior to sitting down with them? And, you know, am I identifying people that they might be able to introduce me to, you know, am I actually doing the, the level of activity that, that I know I need to do? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to, yeah. be honest with yourself and say, no, I'm not. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Cause it's so never that, my I, fault. Right. I mean, right, yeah. it's never our fault. Yeah. Uh, personal accountability is real bitch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I've been there, uh, multiple times where I'm like, God, I just, I wish I could blame somebody else, but I, right. uh, I can't, <laughs> um, and it's once you realize that it, it's uh, it's both an infuriating and right. uh, emboldening thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, that that's really where the crux of it is, is like, can can you look at your stats and say, I'm putting in the yeah. required effort? Um, and then it's a it's a matter of, you know, if you are or not, whatever, like hard work and activity has always been my way out. Right. You know, it, no matter what is going on, um, you, you can always work your way out of a problem, you know, mm-hmm. and work, work your way out of a slump. Um, and it might not be fun and you might not really enjoy it or you might not want to do it. Um, but I promise you, 
it, it always works. Like yeah. if you just go out there and, and you might, your, your averages might suck, you know, like you're just in your head and you know, your closing percentage is crap and you can't set appointments to save your life. Nobody's going to refer you any business, but you can go and outwork all of that stuff. Right. And, uh, and then as soon as you start getting a couple of wins, um, you know, you get a, a slump buster under your belt, you know, and like, maybe you got a discount, you know, your product or service, maybe you got to like take on a client that you wouldn't normally take on. Um, but you know, sometimes you just got to take the money. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. Exactly. So, I mean, cause you just got to get a win, right? I mean, yeah. there comes a time when you just have to like, remember what it feels like to go through the process of closing a deal, you know, yep. for sure. So and that's, you know, it's, it's a great point, you know, it, and it's significantly more productive than my, uh, way out of slumps. I, uh, I smoke, drink and hit, I smoke, drink and hit things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, for me, yeah. Is that. yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, so like, and, you know, I say it jokingly, but, uh, I, for me, I find that it's really important to allow myself to kind of process the, the frustration right? Across yeah. the emotional aspect of being in a slump, right? And so, you know, finding a heavy bag somewhere, finding uh, finding a speed bag somewhere, finding a drum set somewhere, right? And yeah. just laying into it, right? <laughs> For a good like half an hour, 45 minutes, and then finally just get no point. You're just like, all right, like I'm punched out now. I'm feeling pretty good. And then, uh, you know, like ha- going to have a drink and kind of sit back and say, okay, what, you know, like, this is what happened. This is how I move forward. And then usually for me, a lot of my slump busting networking comes for, it comes out of cigars. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, smoke, drink and hit things. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, there but you I go. Mean, it's, it's getting back in. I mean, it's kind of like you were saying though, it's kind of, it's getting back into that process. It's getting back into the things that, you know, are going to work. Right. And yeah. for me personally, I've found that if I allow myself like one good temper tantrum on a heavy bag, then I'm in a much better like uh, mental position to yeah. move forward and, and to, to get, to get away from it because I can leave it all in the bag or I can leave it all in the drum set. Right. I mean, yep. you know, like the rehearsal studio that I've used in the past, I mean, like I can almost look at the dents in the, in the drum heads to see what, to, <laughs> you know, to, to, to identify when I've had slumps, you know, like things like that, because it's just, it's cathartic. Right. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there's 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 studies that show that uh, that as adults we we cuss and swear because you know, th- like throwing a, a crying temper tantrum isn't isn't uh, isn't acceptable anymore. Yeah. Right. And so my version of that just goes into just you know go like I said goes onto a heavy bag or goes onto a drum set. So yeah. you know, and it's but it it turns out to be really productive for me. And you know, so uh, but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely, um, so as most people know, running is my thing. So, right. you know, going, going for a long run definitely lets, you know, lets you clear your head a little bit and, you know, mm-hmm. reevaluate the situation. And, um, and I like, uh, you know, all those emotions that you feel when you go through something like this are valid emotions, you know, yeah. and, and it, it's good to feel them. It's just not good or productive to dwell on them. You know, and like, that's you got to leave it somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, there's I'm I'm listening to this thing right now, and you know, they're like, yeah, all the all those all those things uh, are valuable, and you know, 
get you to a place where, you know, if you're scared of something, there's a reason you should be scared of it and, you know, and experience it and then move on. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when, when you put your hand on a hot stove, uh, you know, pain is good. Cause it tells yeah. you like, Hey dummy, your hands on a hot stove. <laughs> like you should probably move it. You know, the bad part is when you don't listen to that and you leave <laughs> your, your hand there. Like right. that's, yeah. that's a problem. Right. Um, so, you know, feeling those, those emotions and, and having them, you know, uh, as a catalyst to change yep. is, is a good thing. So, um, anyway, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I think recognizing that you're there and then, you know, doing whatever you need to do to get yourself to a different headspace and, mm-hmm. um, you know, clear your head and say, okay, now I can you know, look at this objectively and say, um, you know, what are, what are the, uh, the data telling me, you know, yeah. is it, uh, have I been doing the activities that I need to do? Have I been, you know, um, putting in the effort? Have I been having the right kinds of conversations and, and then, you know, evaluating, um, you know, how you've been, I mean, I mean, we all know when we get in those places, like, the the quality level of the conversations that we're having and the quality level of the, you know, the effort that we're putting in is sometimes not there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um, if you can like fake it for, you know, a little, a little bit of time, mm-hmm. um, that's always a good thing. So, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. So when we were talking about this, uh, this conversation before, you know, we had brought up the, you know, like I mentioned Marshall Goldsmith's book Mojo at the beginning of this episode. And, you know, people have heard me talk about this book in the past too, I'm sure. Um, It's one of my favorite books. Uh, And Marshall Goldsmith is, is a great executive coach and leader and whatnot. Um, And it's interesting because, so I thought, and I thought that I'd kind of dive into some of the things that he talked about because yeah. it just just as kind of a, some highlights that we can kind of dive into a little bit um because he says something pretty interesting in the uh in the book kind of description mo you know where he said he kind of defines mojo as that positive spirit uh that starts from the inside and radiates to the outside right so it kind of it starts from within and kind of and, and moves outward and you know when we're in the flow when we're when we're hit firing on all cylinders you know you can feel it kind of burning from the inside and needing to get out right yeah. and it's it's a really and it's 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 that feeling that that we as as business owners as salespeople, as leaders whatever it's that feeling that we get addicted to and that kind of keeps us in this world right that sure. keeps us in this kind of flow state where you know we're networking all the time we're doing referrals we're doing all of our we're doing all the things and it's just and it's just landing right and uh and so kind of this this idea of when you lose your mojo as we all do from time to time. Right. And, you know, like Phil mentioned, if, as you get older, ideally it starts to the, you know, the frequency of those, of those periods start to, to, to reduce a little bit, but you know, this mojo is, is impacted by four key factors, right? It's identity. So who you think you are, it's Mm -hmm. achievement. What have you done lately? Again, kind of going back to, to your point, the reputation and who other people think you are, right? What have you actually done lately that people recognize? And then acceptance, right? I mean, what can you change? What can you let go, right? It's the uh, that that whole concept of of just being able to say, okay, well, this is what it is, and I'm not able to change it. So how do I navigate around it, or what can I change? Yeah, 
you know? Yeah. So uh, to your point, I think that, you know, you, again, again, going back, going to the healthy version of uh, of getting your (laughs) mojo back that you outlined, (laughs) you know, I mean, I think that it's, uh, you know, you like that process definitely kind of hits on all those things, right? I mean, what can you change? Well, I can change my activity level, right? I can do more if I'm not doing enough, or I can, if I'm doing enough activity, just not doing the right activity, then I can change my activity, right? I mean, I can change the the things that I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, so, um, yeah. And I was just, as you were reading those, I was like, oh man, you know, they all, that the first one that you mentioned is that identity thing. And that's mm -hmm. like, that's so important. And it kind of, if you can't get past that one, the other ones are just, you just lost, you know, you can't. Right. Um, so and it actually, it was funny. I was, as you were saying that I was, I was thinking of um, uh, Tommy boy and, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, it's like, let me tell you why I suck as a salesman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you get, you get into this, this thing where, um, you know, you feel like a failure, like right. you you know, they're like, I'm a failure. I suck at this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, no, that's not actually true. And there's a difference between, and and this is really hard for people to do, but there's a difference between you as a person Mm -hmm. and, and your role as a salesperson or a business owner or leader or whatever. Um, you know, so like you are always, uh, you know, a 10, like you're, you're, you're a, amazing person, um, that has, you know, all the worth in the world, right. You might be sucking at your job right now, <laughs> but, but that doesn't mean that you suck. Right. You know? Right. And it's, it's hard to, um, separate the two, especially when you're like feeling like, you know, like a bum. Yeah. Um, but it's important that you separate the two because, um, you know, you're, you can say like, I'm sucking as a salesperson right now, or I'm sucking as a business owner, or I'm sucking as an employer or as a boss Mm -hmm. or a leader or whatever. Um, but you're still, you know, capable of being great at that, you know, and you're still a good person. Um, and so if you can separate those two and you can say and work on, you know, the, the role part of it that you're not, um, you know, excelling at, at the moment, Mm -hmm. um, that's uh, it's important. And it, and that's actually, this is a whole other conversation, but Brene Brown talks about this a lot and the concept of um, shame. And then there's this, like, there's an example from um, convicts where if, if they believe that they are a bad person and they just do bad things, mm-hmm. they'll never be able to be rehabilitated because, yep. you know, they just believe that I am, I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. But if you can separate, I'm a good person, but I did a bad thing. Yeah. Then you can fix the I did a bad thing. Right. And yeah. um. So anyway, not that we're try not. I don't want to compare salespeople and business owners to convicts, but the psychology isn't far off. So. Psychology is very, and it's the same thing as with child rearing too, right? I mean, you're raising a kid. It's you know, you like a kid does kid slaps you in the and like my kid just slapped me in the head earlier today. You know, and it's like, listen, that's not what you're supposed to do, is it? You know, I mean, but it's not that you're a bad kid. It's just that you made a bad decision, right? I mean, you had a burst of energy and you didn't know how to deal with it. So that you, this is what you did. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, but yeah, again, I guess, you know, well, 
I guess comparing salespeople and business owners to, to, to children, maybe, maybe not accurate. I'll let you all decide. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Not much but, of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you know, um, it's interesting yeah. that you that you mentioned that, too, because, you know, yes, uh, separating yourself as a person from yourself as, as, a, as a, in your role is, is hugely important. What I've found uh, in addition to that is that there's one of the reasons that I get so frustrated and I have those kind of moments, those, those kind of emotional, you know, kind of mental bursts, if you will. And where I just, you know, like I need to let it out is because I'm realizing that it's because I, I know who I am as a salesperson or as a business owner, as a leader, but I, but I also know how I'm performing as such. And there's a, there's a, there's a, big rift between yeah what you know what i know i should be doing and what where i'm landing right now right yeah and yeah. that creates a that creates a big um not i can't think of the word right now but cognitive uh cognitive dis- yeah right exactly right so and that is that gets really really frustrating and really maddening and if you let yourself if you if you if you're not careful with that then you yeah. can that can really take over and you can really kind of get into fall find yourself falling into that chasm of identity of you know who am i i've been this for so long now i'm sad yeah. apparently i'm this yeah. right yeah. so you know as a salesperson as a business owner whatever right even if we just look at that role you know i've been this for so long now now you know now I'm a, i've been a lousy salesperson for the past 6 months or 3 months or whatever yeah what am I doing? You know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh man, there's, yeah, this, this is probably, I think there's whole podcasts devoted to this stuff. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised. So, yeah. Not just one episode of, you know, a couple of bumbling idiots talking. Yeah. About it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh it's a complex subject, yeah. but, um, but yeah, anyway, so I, I you know, it's really important to, to be able to separate those things. And I, and I know it's challenging and it's, yeah. it, uh, it, it is really hard when you um, haven't racked up a win yeah. and it's, you know, you get into this trap, but anyway, um, so that identity thing, super huge. And then, um, you know, also identifying um, the things that you can control, you know, like you can't mm-hmm. control, people saying yes to you, you know, like right. you can't hold a gun to somebody's head and be like, buy this stuff, you know, um, and you can, you, but that's a very different business. <laughs> right. Then you, then you wind up in prison and yeah, you know, right. like, so, <laughs> exactly. um, we, uh, you know, we really need to focus on the things that we can control, which is mm-hmm. the activity levels. You know, it's like, yeah. are you doing the, the leading indicator stuff? Um, you know, are you doing the calls? Are you doing the networking meetings? Are you doing the, um, you know, referral asks, are you doing the marketing stuff that you need to be doing? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, those are the things that you can kind of keep yourself accountable to. Yeah. And then everything else, you just got to be like, dude, I, you know, let the right. chips fall where they may. Absolutely. And the other thing that is, uh, uh, you know, the law of large numbers, um, yeah. given a long enough time horizon, everything sort of plays itself out, you know? Yep. And, and if you look at, um, I mean, sometimes it could just be like for three months, 
Like you're just experiencing a statistical anomaly right? where you're finding all the people that are never going to buy from you. And you're talking to all of them in a three month window, you know, right. like, yeah, yeah. you know, it could have nothing to do with you. It could just be those, you know, the 10% of people that are never going to buy what you're selling. You just, just happen to once. be in this month's call block. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. um, you know, sucks for you, but yeah. it's, um, could be one of those things that you just, you have no control over. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta look at that stuff and, and for be sure. able to look at it with a, uh, level head and analytical mind, which mm-hmm. that's it, freaking hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. And you know, the other thing that, uh, that he mentions in that list, uh, cause I mean, achievement, obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about that kind of looking back at the numbers and whatnot, but the, the last yeah. thing, uh, the last thing in that list is reputation. Yep. Right. And this is one that can get a little dicey, you know, if you don't kind of manage your expectations, right. And I've, but I've, found you know that there have been times in my life in my professional career where my where i've had to rely on my reputation more than my achievement um because you know again the achievement was for like this six month period i where i didn't sign a new client you know back when i was consulting and engagements would take you know three to six months to close anyway but you know they were where i wouldn't i wouldn't sign a new client for six months and i'd be like man Okay, so according to this, I'm not doing well, right? But then you look at like you look at your reputation, and you you kind of find the people that you know can kind of lift you up, if you will, right? And kind of remind you of who you are, because that reputation can, you know, can if if you have a reputation for being a good performer, for being, uh, you know, like in my case, a, a solid advisor, and you know, if if you have a reputation for being a good leader. Even when you're not, you can kind of cir- circle those people around you and kind of start help use that use that kind of almost bed of reputation, if you will, to yeah, lift yeah. yourself to help you to help lift yourself back up, right? Yeah. Well, I think yeah, and there's two sort of two sides to that coin. One is just to convince yourself mm-hmm. that hey, all these other people right th- think that I'm awesome. They rely you know, on me. And, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and there, uh, Tim Ferriss had this idea. I, I don't actually know if it was his idea or if he jacked it from somebody else. doesn't really matter. It's a good idea. Um, but it's this, it's called the little jar of awesome. And okay. I, I started doing this a while ago and, you know, anytime I do something um, great, you know, like I, I have a, a good accomplishment or, you know, I do something noteworthy or I get a thank you letter from somebody that's, you know, really nice. I put it, mm-hmm. I put it in this jar and that way when I'm having a not so great day or I find myself questioning why I'm doing this or, you know, whatever, I can go to that jar and I can open it up and I can look at, you know, these things. And it's like, Oh shit, that's right. I did. I did that one thing that was really yeah. awesome. Or this person write me, wrote me this really nice thank you letter testimonial kind of thing you know, saying how big of an impact that we had on their, their business. And, um, so I can go back and, and I can convince myself that other people, like we're doing good for other people, that other people believe that we're, um, of value. And, and then, um, so that's one thing. And then the flip side of that, like you said, surrounding yourself with those people, um, you know, I can go and, and hopefully lean on those connections Mm -hmm. and say, you know, and, and, 
I don't know how candid, you know, you, depending on the relationship, how candid you can be with them, but be like, Hey man, I need some help right now. Like, yeah, I I'm kind of in my own head and things are, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, can you help me out? Can you make some introductions for me? Can you talk me up to this person that I need to get in front of? Mm -hmm. Um, and specifically ask for them to, you know, because in some of those situations, you know, you, they're lending some credibility to you when they make an introduction, you know, there's, there's this like success by association. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so, uh, you know, that's another way that you can kind of leverage those, those people and, and those things. So, yeah. And I would say the one thing that I would, the the one follow on that I would say to that, that part right there is the success, but through association, if you have somebody who's willing to do that, make sure to follow it all the way through. Cause I've, Oh yeah. I have also been down in a slump and I found myself, you know, doubting myself so much that even after introductions, I, didn't really do much. I, you know, like I didn't follow it through and I just said, well, it, it, and it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, you know, that's not, and because with those success through association things, you get one, maybe two shots. Yeah. Right? yeah. And if the, if the guy that, that makes the introduction or the, the, uh, you know, doesn't see the follow through come through, you're probably not getting that, that chance again. So, you know, (laughs) don't ask for that. Don't ask for that association unless you're ready and willing to, uh, to, to jump back into it. Yeah. But, and I guess that's good. That goes to, that goes to another kind of the, the other, the kind of other edge to that sword, just to really butcher these metaphors is that, (laughs) uh, is that, um, is that, you know, relying on other people's reputation on other people's perception of you can also be really dangerous because first of all, it can puff your head to a point where you think you could do more than you can, which can be a concern. Second of all, you know, if you rely on other people's reputations on other people's thoughts of you too much, then you stop, you stop worrying about achievement. And that can also be harmful, obviously, because then you stop trying to do, you just, make yourself look like you're doing yeah you know so yeah but yeah but anyway that's uh i don't know do you feel you have anything else uh, any other thoughts or comments on this one no i thought this was good i i would love to hear other people's uh um ideas on you know how they handle funks and how to get out of it and how to stay out of it um and because i'm sure there's some you know interesting ideas you know (laughs) yeah for sure um and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some entertaining ones too. You know, like would... you, you got, you have a shot of tequila and you throw the salt over your left shoulder and yeah. you throw the lime <laughs> over your right shoulder. <laughs> and, um, oh, that's a serious. Yeah. And just hope that there's nobody standing behind you when you do the lime thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise you wind up with the, uh, you know, the scene out of, uh, dumb and dumber with sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, oh. anyway. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'd love to hear other people's thoughts on this. So yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, as always, while you're out there on our social channels, uh, uh, leave us a comment uh, while you're, you're here in the app, uh, uh, do us a favor and follow us or subscribe to us and leave us a five-star rating and review. It's uh, uh, they always help us out and let other people know that it's a, it's a cool podcast to listen to. So um but uh, I hope you're you're getting something out of this, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, to we're looking forward to seeing you again next week. Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.